I'm Sam. And I'm the boy your dad just made breakfast for, Toby. Uh, okay. And you're listening to... Oh my god, shut the fuck up. Where we talk and talk. And keep talking. Because we... Fucking... Want to. So before we start, I think that we need to specify that we do not condone, nor are we trying to glamorize smoking, stealing, or any other illegal behaviors that we might talk about. Yeah, things we did when we were younger are not who we are today and are not a good representation of how we were raised by our parents. There is no pride in most of these actions. We do think by owning these stories, we are holding ourselves accountable and we want you to know that we have learned from every mistake we made. Okay, here we go. First episode, Sam. How you feeling? How you feeling? Pretty good. Got my Starbucks coffee. Yeah, I got my McDonald's coffee. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think for our first episode, um, we should let anyone listening know like what it was like for us to grow up in Messina, New York. Sounds good. And for those of you who don't know, Messina is this tiny little town in the Boons or the BFE, B- Bumfuck Egypt. Of I was going to say, New what's York. that? Yeah, BFE, Bumfuck Egypt. It is so small. It's really not even on maps. It's northern New York, right on the St. Lawrence River, but it's so far up there. That we're on the Canadian border. It literally used to take us like 10 minutes to get to Canada. We never considered Canada another country. It was always just like the next town over. St. Hubert's, you said Mario's. My mouth is watering. Oh my God. So many good restaurants. Yeah. So you grew up in Louisville, New York though, right? Yeah. So, well, I was actually, I was born in Messina, obviously, just like you. And I lived in the town of Messina until I was three. And then when I turned three, we moved to Louisville. And that's actually a really cute story. I'll tell it really quick. Yeah, wow. So my parents, you know, were living in Messina, not liking it. They wanted to move out to Louisville because it's a country. There's more land. There's more privacy, et cetera, et cetera. And so they were trying to find a, a house. And my Oma and my Opa, for those of you that don't know, that means grandma and grandpa. It's German. They were the coolest Oma and Opa ever. Her Oma is a G, pops yeah. her collar, iconic, iconic, beautiful, fashionista. Oh, it's amazing. One of a kind, for sure. So they knew people that lived down in Louisville that were wanting to sell their house and move to Messina to be closer to family. So long story short, my parents sold their house in Messina to those people, and those people in Louisville sold their house to my parents, and they basically... Swapped houses. (laughs) I love that, though. Yeah. And I'm so glad they did because I was able to grow up on on the Grass River, a lot of land. They had over 30 acres. We had four-wheelers. And um, we basically lived on a farm with no farm animals. Like, they had a barn, (laughs) but we had no animals. I used to love going out there. Remember, we'd, like, sneak out there. Like, if you're – we had to go visit your parents – and we would sneak out into the woods and like smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And your mom's probably gonna kill us for that. Well, but sorry, mom. 
pretty sure she was aware but yeah you had so much land and I remember you're like I remember you had like this little house that yeah was right next to your house that was my little playhouse my parents built it and it was legit like it wasn't no little playhouse you buy that's like plastic yeah you know it was it had the same roof as the garage and it had a little porch with steps that you go up it had an actual door it had real windows that opened There was a legit fucking couch in there. yeah it was it looked small on the outside but there was like a like a love seat couch there was a little table some chairs that had like a fake phone you know one of those rotary phones We should have taken that with us. We should have just like planted that that little tiny house like wherever we wanted our apartment. <laughs> yeah That would have been real cute. <laughs> but yeah it was it was awesome especially because you know they built it <laughs> I remember like going out there for like the first time and I remember your dad was so proud. I remember he opened up the garage and I remember looking in and there was a legit plane, like a two-seater plane. Is that what it was? Yeah, my dad and my mom started building their own airplane. It's a two-seater. It's like, you know, one person in the front, one person in the back. It's not huge. But, I mean, they're building it from the ground up. Every nut and bolt to the wings, everything. So And they're wild. still working on it to this day. It's a huge process. So cool, <laughs> though. yeah, that um was awesome. did you guys have like four wheelers and stuff to get around the whole like all that land Yeah, we had we had two four wheelers I think growing up, one or two, um. But yeah, they let me drive it myself, which of course I did it like at full speed, going around the corners, going up and down the river, and because you know it's like, well, for those that have never been to my parents' house, from my parents' house down to the river, it's like a quarter mile, and they had like not your typical yard. <laughs> it was like No. a field. It's just ugh, it was magical. Yeah. Speaking of the four-wheeler, this just reminded me of this such this dumb story that I have about how I got my st stitches. But it's not my first stitches story. It's my second <laughs> stitches story. That's like a <laughs> stitches story. Yeah. So our barn that we had, we used it kind of like for storage, like decorations and everything was on the second story of the barn and just like all... Just random stuff and then at the bottom was like our lawnmowers and our um like my dad had a couple of motorcycles older ones and then our four-wheeler so i used to go in there when i was really young <laughs> i think i was maybe five i don't even know six seven something like that Probably and i was <laughs> i was sitting on the four-wheeler and i was just like vroom vroom like pretending i'm driving it stop. but it wasn't even turned on yeah And I fell off it. Oh, see, I'm thinking you're gonna fly into like the wall or something. <laughs> You just literally toppled over, Sam. yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my I gosh. fell off it. And you know, like the foot part that we, where you put your feet on it, it's Yeah, like metal. I don't know the terminology either. <laughs> Gay here. <laughs> I didn't Yeah. understand. Yeah. <laughs> well, the foot pedal, not the foot pedal, the foot rest, whatever. Let's give it up. We don't know. We don't know. The foot It's thing. <laughs> metal and it's sharp. And when I was pretending to ride this four-wheeler over this crazy road, apparently <laughs> I fell off it and my leg, the back of my calf, dug into basically the Oof. foot thing. And it cut my leg wide open to the point where I had to have stitches. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it's not I have a cool a story at I have all. a creepy four-wheeler story too, but like Tell me. you want to hear it? Mm-hmm. Oh god, I don't even know if people want to hear this, but 
Um, so I like do. I grew up, I grew, you know, I grew up on South Racket. So yeah, for everybody that doesn't know, it's like off out of town. Um, I grew up on a farm, and With it wasn't really animals. like, yeah, it wasn't really like um, like a farm, like a milking farm, but it was like we just had random animals and stuff like that, and um, but I remember we would after summer school um <laughs> we'd go out there I would because my dad worked all the time and so I remember going out there it was me my friend Jordan my friend Lisa and then my friend Zosha um <laughs> I think that was it yeah just us and we were riding my four-wheeler around Lisa and Zosha Zosha was driving and um it was her first time driving it and I remember her Jordan wanted to ride on like the very front of it and I was like no hell fucking no you're not doing that and I remember them cruising up the we had like a long driveway do you remember oh yeah and so they're going up and she was going probably like 40 miles per hour and literally just drives into the barbed wire fence and Zosha like bounced her neck off of the fence and like cut her neck up yeah it was horrible and we had to call like 911 it was literally disgusting we're in like eighth grade i think oh my god and yeah and the whole time my friend lisa it was literally around this time like memorial weekend because she was like zosha just think about it's gonna we're going to coles creek this weekend like we're gonna have so much fun drinking and literally zosha was like pouring blood out of her neck and oh my god trauma yeah it was trauma growing up on a farm there's a lot of like it's just like dangerous dangerous stuff out there why did you have a barbed wire fence to like keep the animals in Museum, obviously but i remember asking her like what why did you drive into the fence and she said do you know when you're on rollerblades and you want to stop you go into the wall oh my god i know i was like oh my yeah, god not everyone does that no not on a like a literally motorized vehicle <laughs> going into the going into a barbed wire fence I mean, a tree tree would have been better. Probably, but not even. Who knows? Or just break, because it's like... Yeah, where I showed them the break, yeah, it was creepy. But, like, growing up on the front, like, there were so many traumatic things that happened out there. Like, animals. Like, we'd have people that would drop off, like, cats. And I would always, like, want to take care of them and stuff. And I remember my dad was like, you can't, like, you can't have 900 cats. Why? Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Literally, now I would never. But, um... Yeah, the, the I had this one cat I named Oreo, and I was like obsessed with him. It's a black and white cat, real great name. Original. I know. And then uh, I remember I was like obsessed with this cat, and my dad finally was like, "Whatever, like you can have this cat." So, um, it was the beginning of seventh grade, and I remember Oreo got out, and like growing up with that much land, like a little kid, like you're like, I'm never gonna see this cat again. Yeah. And um. Um, a couple of days later, um, my mom came to me and said, we found Oreo. And I said, oh, my God, yes, yes. And she said, You're, he was in the barn fan. And your brother didn't know it was in the fan laying there. And he turned the fan on. And uh, yeah, literally, yeah. I'm just sitting there like, Oreo's a milkshake. Oreo's a, like, I was like, my cat got cut up. I'll never drink an Oreo milkshake again. Thanks. Yeah, I know. Thinking to my poor little kid. R.I.P. Oreo. Uh I have a morbid cat story, too. We have so many problems with pus. So before we got the dogs that we had growing up, we had a cat, and it was also black and white. (laughs) How funny was that? 
Um, what was its we, name? We named him Rocket. And the only oh. reason is, so you know when you drive around my parents' house, like that back um, pavement area? Yeah. So the pavement obviously gets super hot in the summer where it's you don't want to put your feet on it. And when the cat would like want to run across it, it would be so hot. I'd be burning his little paw pads that he would oh, race across it pads. like a rocket. <laughs> a real original, another original name. Yeah. He's so, so fast. We'll name him Rocket. Yeah. So, and he was an outdoor cat, but just the best cat ever. Oh my God. He always stayed right they around. Always never left. If they're your cat, then they're the best cat. But whatever. <laughs> but so with outdoor cats, I know this is common for a lot of like outdoor cats. They will get up in the tire of a vehicle <gasps> and sleep up there because it's warm, you know? Oh, or whatever God. their reasoning is. Yeah. yeah so, we, we aren't vets. So we were getting ready to drive away, and then all of a sudden we hear like a <gasps> like a cat screeching. And I was like, what was that? I'm like, that sounds like Rocket. And my mom's like, hold on. Let me look. She's like, don't get out of the car. And uh, my mom got out there, and I just like remember seeing her face in the mirror. Like Her eyes were like, oh no. And she was like, do not get out. Stay there. And like I don't Rocket even wasn't fast enough. Rocket wasn't fast enough. No, he wasn't. So yeah, and then like later <laughs> on when I got older, she told me what it looked like <gasps> that his eyes were bugging out of his head. Ew, 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 ew. I know. I was like, no, don't. Why tell would she me do that. that to you? Sick. Oh my god, I can't. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember like just like growing up out there though. Like, was I like living in the country? Just like dangerous, right? Yeah. Uh way better than messina yes i mean on the weekends i was popping my little thing in oh yeah like get my little groove on thinking i was an adult but mm -hmm. yeah, things always i always got in trouble but i remember like i grew i had the river right behind my house too so i like the racket river you had the grass river right near you yes right? i had the grass yeah. river right behind did you guys like were you obsessed with going to the river you we didn't really i didn't go to the, like i didn't enjoy going to the racket river like i didn't I wasn't yeah. allowed in it. My parents told me that there was eels and the, the whirlpools would suck me down. They would just say a bunch of scary stories. So I never really went into the Racket River. Did you swim in the Grass River like near your house? Yeah, the Grass River. We had a dock put up um, right oh, there. you did? You had a dock? Yeah, because if we didn't, well, first of all, it's not like sand, like normal beaches. It's like clay and muck. Yeah. So like if you try to walk down it, you would slip and fall. But right where we had the dock was, like, you could walk up to your knees, and then it was a huge drop-off, and it would, like, go over your head. It was crazy. Yeah. Your dad so, pretty much, like, fished and stuff out there. We would do, like, catch and release, but I would swim right out there. I would jump right off the dock, and I always loved it because, I mean, it was... We didn't have a pool, you know, so yeah. it was, like... We had our own little pool right here, and it was warm. It was so warm compared to the St. Lawrence River. Yeah, but there was... Oh. I love the Lawrence, Lots of I remember one time I jumped in and I got out and my mom had to pick like seven leeches off my oh, back. Oh my god, that and snapping turtles are a northern New York worst fear. I yeah. feel like. Oh god. I used to yeah. love going to the St. Lawrence River though. There's something about like so peaceful. going to Barnhart, like having my like we go through the Eisenhower locks and you know how everyone like honks their horn and like or screams i don't know some people are screamers they scream yeah, I, just honk, I don't yeah i don't like the screamers i remember like my mom was always a honker 
Yeah. And then I remember going with like friends one time and they were screaming and I was like, oh God, this is not it. This is not it. Why are you screaming? But do you remember that rumor that like when you go through the Eisenhower locks, every time you beep, the rocks loosen? Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, I was like, mom, stop looking to horn. But also the, we used to go, you know, after the locks, there's like uh, that green bridge that has holes in it. I think they all have holes in it and they're like all green, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, this well, was my cheese. mom. Yeah, my mom would call it the cheese bridge, and yeah, so like right, too. right when we got to the beginning, we would have to say cheese and like try to make it the whole way through. And my mom would like slow. It was like a root of a lot of family fights. Probably why we still fight to this day. But like That's my mom funny. would like slow down, <laughs> and so we'd be like cheese, like trying to yeah. Keep it. Like we're like punching and like I had to do that too. Yeah, it was. You have to like fight. hold your breath to get prepared. <laughs> yeah it was like a big thing yeah i think but, it was for like all families up north that's so funny yeah i just loved going out there though like barnhart it was like either you were like a barnhart person or like a town beacher and i wasn't a town beacher like i wasn't like that my i remember the wreck kids do you remember the Rat Kids? I do remember them, yeah. I wasn't a fan of the Rat Kids. No offense no. if you were a Rat Kid, but I didn't jive with them. Yeah, I didn't so either whatsoever. It scared me, but it was because there were so many. There's all these different... Growing up in Messina, there was like, how many elementary schools? Like six? Um, let me think. Madison, Nightingale, Jefferson, Twin Rivers, Trinity. Twin Rivers, Twin Rivers. Five. Five. Yeah, so, like, there was, like, a battle. Like, not really a battle, but... Oh, yeah, there was. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. There was, like, a battle between elementary schools. Like, everyone, if you went to Madison... Where you went to Madison, right? Of course, the And best it was one. the best, yeah, it was the best one. I went to Twin Rivers, represent Twin Rivers people. Um, but Like, Foursquare, that was, like, a, that was, like, the shit. Did you guys play Foursquare in Madison? Yes, and actually, oh, now that I'm just thinking about it, there was six schools, because we had Louisville... Um, yeah, Louisville was like out of our time though, right? I went there for first grade oh and then it closed. God, you out. are old. <laughs> shut up. I went to yeah, Twin Rivers and then in fifth grade it shut down. So my last year I had to go to Jefferson, which uh, everyone said was like the worst one. I made a lot of good friends there. Like there were a lot of cool people there, but I remember I was petrified. I thought yeah, I was going to be killed. These are the projects, which is not even bad. No, but I mean, that stigma growing up, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. didn't know. I didn't know what I was walking into. Luckily, I had a lot of friends that I went to Twin Rivers got transferred to Jefferson. So it was it bad or whatever. But then there was Trinity. Trinity kids were like, they would look <laughs> at us like we were disgusting because we were wearing jeans. Yeah, they had to wear uniforms. Fuck I don't that. think they wore uniforms. They yes. just, no, they didn't have to wear uniforms. They had to, they weren't allowed to wear jeans. And I like they're sure when we were kids, maybe not now, but they had like they had to wear like the polo with their the logo. They got to wear real clothes. They just could not wear jeans. They had to go to like church every day. So they, they had to look presentable for God. I don't know anything about that. Well, <laughs> me either, but whatever. So did you notice that all the Trinity kids, not all of them, but like I would say 80% of the Trinity kids grew up and became like well, really right when we got kids. into J.W. Leary, that's when they were like, oh, shit. And then they became, like, badass kids. Yeah. The yeah. public school hit them hard. <laughs> yeah. But J.W. Leary, what do you remember from junior high? Like, what stands out for you for there? A uh, couple things. Well, one, oh, my God. Chorus with Ooh. Mrs. Taylor. 
Oh my god. I hated I, every I, second of it. She was oh so my, mean. She really was. Oh my god, she was horrible to me. Yeah. Oh, she I was have, bad. She was so mean. Like just I have one crazy story that like lives rent free in my head and I'll never forget it. So do you remember the gym teacher, Mrs. Sanford? <laughs> yes. She goes down in the history. Everybody remembers her. Yeah. She creeped me out and all of us. It wasn't because you know. she was a lesbian. Let's no, clarify but... that. It wasn't because she was a lesbian. It was because she was very like peeping Tommy and like yes. peeping Tom or like touchy. And like yes. we were young. We didn't really understand sexual preferences back in the day. We were kind of just coming of age. So to hear somebody's a lesbian and then to have them like touching your shoulder and saying you need to loosen up, that's a little inappropriate, right? And in the locker room, you know how I'm sure it was like this for the boys' locker room, but the gym teacher had their office and yes. then a huge like picture window. Yes. It was like, yeah. And so like while we were changing and stuff, she would just be staring. Stop it. And I don't, I don't, I mean like nonstop staring. She never turned her head once she was staring. Oh my God. I would have been shaking my little and thing. Like you like what you see? Watch us while we showered too. <laughs> Why are you showering? When you get out of the pool and all the chlorine or whatever. Sometimes that was, we didn't swim in junior high, did we? Yeah, no. no uh, yeah, we went to the high school. We oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. We did, too. And they would make us shower. Ew, oh, my gosh. You made you I shower. Sometimes I was like, no, nah, I'll just smell like Lorraine all day. Get shower. Get your ass. Take that shirt off. Yeah, it was very weird. And then she would put her hands, like, on her shoulders. And, ugh. Yeah, I just remember she was touchy. But I would, like, get a kick out. Near high for me, though, was, like, where I met a lot of, like, my... Well, one of my best friends for sure. Like that's where I met Mark, and I remember when. Yeah, I remember when I first got introduced to him. It was in chorus class, and my friend Jen. You know, this is Mark, and I thought he was a girl. He had like his ears pierced. He was in my gym class, and I'm like, oh, oh, that's a boy. <laughs> um, but we became like best friends real quick because at home and careers, we were in that. Remember, Mister Larue. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, we were in so much trouble all the time. There's a thing called Math Lab. We were in that. We were in I don't know why, but during school, like even high school, they would put me and Mark in the same classes all the time. Oh, and so we would just get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Like literally I would scratch my arm and go, Mark just scratched me and he would get kicked out of the class. Remember when we would go outside and play like softball and stuff in gym class? Yeah. And then how those, like, huge soccer nets, those, like, big metal soccer nets were out in the field. For yeah, yeah, yeah. So one day, me and the girls in gym class, she said, go out back, you know, just go out to the field. We're going to play softball. She goes, but go ahead without me. I'll be out there in a minute. And we all hated her. We hate everything about her. And we always <laughs> pissed her off on purpose. So when we went out to the field waiting for her, we're like, oh, my God, I don't know how we came up with this idea. Let's tip over the soccer net. These things are like a 900 pounds. Not really, but you know what I mean? They're yeah, like, heavy. They're heavy. They're metal. And so it took like all of us, the whole gym class. And these things are like in the ground, like there's stakes in the ground holding it. So we had to rip that out of the ground. We literally tipped it over. And she comes and she was like, this is unacceptable. Who did this? And we're like, we didn't. It knocked over. She's like, you need to put it back over right now. So we all had to put it back over. But of course, when we put it back upright, the stakes weren't all the way in the ground and it was kind of wobbly. 
So I was the pitcher or the catcher or something where I just stood in front of the net and they were playing. And this one girl, Sarah, I still remember her to this day. She was like hanging on the side of the net because she wasn't really playing. She was just has nothing to do. And all of a sudden she like kind of like went down on it and she tipped the net back over and I was like underneath it and the metal part hit me in the top of my head knocked me out I got tangled up in the net and so then Mrs. Sanford had to call my mom and was like um you might want to bring her to the hospital pretty sure she has a concussion but yeah I went to the uh, ER and I did have a very very bad concussion that was my first concussion ever, and it was all because of that bitch. Think back on that story you just told me, Sam. It sounds like it was all of your fault. It was all of us, yeah. We you shouldn't have been playing with the net. Why are you... I have a question. Why are you playing with soccer nets if you're playing softball? Well, we used the, the net as, like... You know, I don't know. We were, like, pitching or whatever. Like, we used the net as... I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. Like the, person oh, the school we went to. Well, no no great softball players came out of Messina. That's probably for sure. <laughs> when I think about junior high, I think about Mr. Robert, uh, the tech teacher. Oh. I, I, there was something about him. I'm telling you, I don't know if like I was in seventh grade and like had like a mustache fetish or what, but I think he was like the one that helped me like figure out I was gay. Oh my god, I just spit my coffee out. That is so funny. Well, I mean, it's true. He was kind of fine. You didn't think he was... I mean, he was too short, but I was also in seventh grade, so I was probably about the same height. I did not think he was hot, no. Mm. But I he was really cool, though. his Adirondack chair. Oh god, I love that Adir Adirondack chair. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Adirondack chair. Um, I think one of the biggest things, though, like when we were in... Do you know how it was like 9-11 happened? Oh my god. I know. I still remember that day like it was yesterday. It's crazy. Me too. I was in seventh grade. You were in eighth, right? Yeah. Do you remember seeing it? Like, did you well, watch it? Well, I was in, I was in, when it happened, I was in first period, obviously. And, like, I didn't know, obviously, what was going on. And then I remember it was, like, probably, like, fourth period. I think they came over the loudspeaker and said, um... There was two planes that have hit the World Trades, both World Trade Centers in New York City. But they came on they they came on the loudspeaker because of us living near Canada. A lot of our um, classmates lived on the island and they were shutting the border, the Canadian border. So like yeah. they had to. So a lot of those students had to leave. But I was leaving early that day for an eye appointment. So I was around that time I had to go wait in the lobby and wait for my mom to pick us up and I remember getting in the car and my we picked up my brother at high school and he was crying so I didn't see anything until we were eating at like an Applebee's we were listening to the radio on the ride to um, Watertown for our eye appointment but um oh wow yeah, yeah so I didn't think I, I don't think it realized how big of a deal like we were like under attack or whatever was yeah, going on at that point attack. Yeah, so, um, but I remember when we were eating at, I think it was like Applebee's or something like that. I remember they had the news on and everybody was watching it and I watched the towers fall. And I remember like that was the first time in my life I felt like patriotism. Yeah. Like I actually was like proud to be an American. You stayed the whole day in school. Yeah, so I was in obviously eighth grade and it was in a science class. And I remember like my teacher got, 
an email or something about turn the news on, or I think she got a phone call and they were like, turn the news on. And then, you know, explained. And we watched it live on live TV. Wow. Everything happening. And I just was like, my jaw was on the floor. I was like, oh my God. And obviously I knew it, you know, I was like 13. I knew what was happening was serious and insane and scary. And I had so many friends, parents that were freaking out and they were getting their kids out of school. And I never understood because I'm like, we live eight hours north of New York City. Like, why are you? But they didn't know. We had the airport in. Well, it wasn't the airport. I think it was the Eisenhower locks was the biggest thing. Because if they if we were to get attacked, if that was to be attacked, then we would all be underwater at that point. But I mean, out of everywhere in the United States. But still, you know, it's crazy looking back on it. It's just wild. Yeah, definitely. Like the high school got better. Um, Mm -hmm. It was like the MySpace gen. So oh my like God. MySpace and top eights. That's how we met. Yeah. MySpace. Yeah. Like, we I was friends before we actually met in person. Yeah. Well, I was like associated. Well, I guess I was friends with a little bit that um Des, you were friends with her. Yeah, we hung out but all I met, the time. Yeah, I met her from MySpace, I guess. And then I hung out. We would go to like I went to a show with her. Remember those? The shows. Yeah, the metal um, shows. Yeah. And um love those. I remember going to those and like just smoking cigarettes and cigars and stuff. But then I remember sh- you guys came out to my house and um we like just like hung out. But like from there, you were on my top eight instantly. Yeah, but we yeah. were on each other's top eight before we met, right? That's how we knew we we're like oh. yeah, we like clicked right off. Yep. And then um <laughs> just riding around, you had that sunbird at first, and then yep. you got your sunfire with your speakers. Yeah, my Alpine speakers, my two twelves in the trunk used to bump. Oh yeah, we sounded like a literally you couldn't even hear the words. It was like a good speakers, but it was such a small car that you couldn't even hear the words. It was just bass. Yeah. And your obnoxious ass would drive around eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock at night on school nights, blaring it, hoping the cops would pull us over. Yeah, we literally would try to get pulled over because obviously yeah, there's like a curfew for sound, you know, the systems or whatever, and I would put the windows down blare it turn the bass up and the subwoofers and just drive by the cops you thought you were so cool i did too though no never (laughs) never they're like you losers yeah (laughs) but um high school also reminds me of like the footbridge scary fucking bridge oh my god yeah but not even the fact that it was scary but like we would go down there and smoke marijuana yeah that's so and oh not a place for kids no like looking it's like what were we doing but we would go down there and like smoke pot every day people would there'd be like groups of us that would meet there creepy drunk old people i know old men yeah and we would just sit there and like smoke pot with them too but um you remember that girl named Brittany? yeah we would we would go down there she was like made fun of a lot when we were growing up but we would like get high and like just tease her. Like if it wasn't her, it was me. So I made sure it was her. But I yeah. remember like putting like a toad in her purse and smashing her purse around. And we used to be in trouble. Like people, we would get in bad trouble. We'd do some dumb shit down there at the footbridge. You're a jerk. <laughs> well, whatever. She is a jerk. Yeah, she deserved it, right? <laughs> she deserves it now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. We used to smoke where we just literally smoked so much pot in high school. It's like crazy. Like driving around in Danny's Equinox. Oh my god, that's actually so, fun. Oh, I love so that. many memories in yeah. that. Do you remember the one time we like 
we were driving and you, we did those shotguns. And I think a lot of people do them, like where you flip the blunt in your mouth and then they like blow the, the blunt smoke into your mouth. Yeah, people I sound do so that old. <laughs> yeah, I sound old. But um, <laughs> I remember Danny did it to you. And you like knew your limit back in the day. And I remember you mm -hmm. like taking massive hits this time. Yes. And like maybe like 15 minutes goes by. I look over it. You're like puddling in sweat. And I'm like, what's wrong? Like, are you okay? And you're like, I think I'm having a panic attack. And I'm like, oh God. I'm like, well, like, what can we do? And you literally looked at me, like turned and you're just like, I think I just need him to like stop at McDonald's and I need to grab like a cheeseburger. Like you literally <laughs> thought like you were going to like pass out. Like you needed food so bad. Yeah. It's hilarious. Down from the I was dying. Yeah. Oh my god, I remember one story in particular from driving around on the Blunt Cruises with Danny and Ashley and you. We were going down like the South Racket Road, obviously, you know, down the road from yeah. your dad's. And one of the side roads that was like a dirt road, I remember driving down that and we had this massive blunt and then all of a sudden we drove past um I think it was I don't know, but it was somebody, he was going the opposite way. And we literally both stopped. We're facing north or facing south. Stopped the cars next to each other on the dirt road. Broad daylight, like morning sometime. And we're passing the blunt through the car window to the other car and then all the way around. Completely carefree. Like, we didn't even fucking care. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Who cares that it's, like, 10 a.m.? Can you imagine doing that right now? Oh, my God. We get <laughs> Even with marijuana being legal in certain places. Like, nope. Mm -mm. Yeah, you can't I'd be do that. too sketched out. Yeah, that I wouldn't even want to ride around and smoke pot like that. Yeah, no, times gas are price, definitely gas electric. prices are crazy these days. Drive around, no, oh. that's all we did was drive around, go to the res, buy cigarettes for three dollars. Yeah, that's 14, that 15, crazy. never get ID'd. I loved it. There's so many perks to where we lived. It really is. It's crazy to think about that. We literally bought cigarettes at 16 or whatever. No ID needed. Nope, just love the res. Love it um high school that's when we kind of like started doing like booze cruises a lot do you remember those oh how could i forget <laughs> oh my god so good i always think of jessica <laughs> the horses yes jessica and the horses so we like we're all drunk driving around like we said at the beginning we do not condone but never um, do that to this day yeah but no. we were driving around and i remember i was gonna get dropped off at home and I remember being like, there's horses across the street from me and we can go like at the horses and you, everyone, oh yeah, that's so good. Yeah, let's go do it. So I remember we were there and Jessica put her hand out like to like feed the horses and I'm like, keep your hand flat. Like the horse will eat it off it. And we just heard crunch, like literally her hand was in this horse's mouth and she didn't even realize she was so drunk. And I'm like, hello, Jessica, the horse is oh, chewing on your finger. I was dying. It honestly goes down as one of the funniest stories. Like, just because, like, being there and hearing that sound and her, her scream, oh, so good. I'm sure I peed my pants from laughing. Like, that's yeah. so funny. And then Pickle Park. Oh, God. Pickle Park in Louisville. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we. you remember when we sat there? and yeah. drank at nighttime and like we were literally outlining the vehicle i think it was jessica's like, we would just chalk there. beer cans carefree outside the window we didn't yeah, have, give a fuck we outlined the vehicle with beer cans basically yeah and wasted 
You remember what happened after we dr got super drunk and there's all those beer cans everywhere? Yep. You turned your lights on to leave and the car that was parked in front of us the whole time was a New York State police. Yeah. And then they turned their lights on and we didn't even see them because there's no lights in Pickle Park. It's so no. dark. And for, for people them... that don't know. Yeah. Let me yeah. I'll explain since I'm okay. gay. Pickle Park is like a cruising spot, which in the gay community means it's kind of like where... um men allegedly go there and wait for another man to show up and to park their pickle <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i'm not aware i never did that but i do think that that police the police woman or man whoever it was was it wasn't a man was yeah. there waiting for somebody to pickle at the park yeah. For sure. And that's why we didn't get arrested for being there and drinking underage. And How did we even drive away? I feel like we were frozen for like a good two minutes. Yeah, he drove away, I think. And like, Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't even see him there. Like, that's the crazy part. It was so dark in there. We were bumping your speakers like, what the hell? Yeah. Oh, my God. That. <laughs> Can you imagine if we got arrested, though? That would... Oh, God, our whole lives would be even... Oh, my God. Yeah. But, uh, we used to drink... <laughs> so we used to drink a lot. Like, literally, we would get, like, bottles of Bacardi Raz. Ugh. I can't Ruin drink that. I don't drink anymore, but, like, to drink the thought of that makes me, repul like, repulse. Like, I'm just like, ugh, right yeah. off. Yeah, we... Do I... you remember on my dad's porch? Yeah. Who bought it? I am trying to think, like, who... There was One somebody... Of the Corys. Oh, yeah. Corey. Avon. Yeah, you used to, for people that don't know, Sam used to have a crush on all of the weirdest people, and they were all older than us. Corey. She would bring me to all these older people's houses, and I was always scared that I was going to get beat up. Corey S. <laughs> yeah, and oh my God, Luke, all those people, oh, scared me. But um, <laughs> they would buy us booze, and we went and we were sitting on my dad's porch one time. And it was, it was me, you. I think it was that Des girl was there. Yeah, I think so. And, and Ashley. And <laughs> I remember we were just drinking. And I, yeah, the bottle. Nope. Yeah, and the next thing I remember is Ashley spinning around in circles, dancing. Yep. Like and then we had to bring her into town. And then Danny, her boyfriend, was working at Taco Bell at the time and had to come pick her up. And she was just laying in the bathtub covered in vomit with her long <laughs> nipples. Just... <laughs> out covered in puke she Ugh. always had her boobs her boobies out her boyfriend literally comes there and sees me sitting there while she's just like naked like covered in puke and i'm like eh. and at the time i wasn't out of the closet obviously yeah. so he's like what in the hell i i mean i think he knew though like we well, all i think know. everybody knew but at the same time like but still yeah weird don't understand it as much yeah <laughs> oh god he got used to it though because she always had her boobies out yeah. Her mild long nipples. Oh, they were so long. She one time I was over there one time, I think with Nate. I don't know, but she literally took like a like a hanger, you know, like you hang shirts you on. Could. She could. And she hooked it on her nipple and it just stayed there. And I'll never forget it. Still to this day, I'm almost 35 and I, I can picture it. <laughs> oh, there well, there's something you can't unsee. Yeah. Those are like freakish. But same on Ashley. We love you. Yeah, I love you, Ashley. You're one of the funniest people I've ever met. Which leads me into my apartment. Speaking of loving Ashley, you're such a good friend. Me and Sam moved into our first apartment on Willow Street. Yeah, that was 
Oh my God. I was 18, but that was, so when I graduated, I went to college to Canton Two months. college. It was more than two months. It was a semester, but I Which is like partied. two months. No, but I lived on campus and Jessica, speaking of Jessica, she used to come and stay that she like, okay. So we had like all the same classes, but she didn't live on campus and she would stay with me in this tiny little dorm that I had shared with a roommate. It was so small. She would sleep on the floor. We got drunk every night. We'd drive all around Canton. We got accepted to all the frat houses and sorority houses. We never went to class ever. So just kicked out. Yeah. So I got suspended for a semester because my GPA wasn't high enough and blah, blah, blah. I just, yeah, I'm, I still regret that to this day. So I went back home and then I was 18 still at the time. And then that's when you and I got that apartment. We were so proud of ourselves. It was beautiful, brand new. Brand new, just built. Yeah. Literally gorgeous apartment. We had all these plans for all this art we were going to put on the walls and like turned out to be a party house, mm -hmm. no air conditioner, pouring so sweat. Yeah, no Wi-Fi. We had to steal it from the cafe next door. <laughs> Literally dying. And we didn't have cable. We could barely keep the lights on. We were struggling so much because we spend our money on cigarettes and booze every day and um, other things. <laughs> and, yeah. um, yeah, I just remember, like, it was disgusting. Like, it turned into disgusting. Yeah, the floor was sticky with stale beer, I'm pretty sure, resin. And even when our apartment was bought, clean like perfectly clean the floor was like that creaky yeah stuff. like your shoes stuck to it it was so gross yeah but like we would take turns doing dishes like sam wasn't you weren't like domesticated <laughs> at all so no. sam had a moment where i walked into the home after working and she was crying panicking because she didn't know how to work a stove <laughs> to make a frozen pizza and she was pissed she was pissed off at me and her mom because we didn't answer on time and she was hungry. I know. Um, I remember screaming at my mom about the stupid stove. God, sorry, yeah. mom. Yes, Jesus. And um, then also, um, Sam did not like to do dishes. Um, you didn't really like to do a lot of domestic things in general, from what yeah, I remember. At that um, time, yeah. Yeah. And then um, but the dishes were the biggest thing. So if it was Sam's turn to do dishes somebody else was in our home she'd hire like a kid that stopped by or, <laughs> or somebody she worked with she'd give them like 20 bucks to do like a huge pile of nasty dishes that she would let pile up i know well i'm not saying i'm just saying like you literally <laughs> would pay she was working at oh. fashion bug she was a baller yep. manager woo yeah but um then one of the girls the last time that that kind of happened was that girl oh. natasha Stupid bitch. I know. You still owe us 20 bucks, Natasha. But Sam hired her to do the dishes and clean the apartment. And I didn't want to be there while one of Sam's workers was cleaning the house. So we went and <laughs> stole food from Walmart and... Um, Steaks and stuff in my Balenciaga bag. Yeah. yeah that, we were hungry. And we I was all excited because we, we were going to walk in. We had like a gram of weed. We had American Idol on DVD. Your mom recorded it. was the finale. We were going to go home to a clean house, dishes done, make yeah. some food, and watch American Idol. And we walk in, and nothing's changed. The money's gone, and the whole place is literally still a shit wreck. Yeah, that was... Oh, my gosh. So pissed off. What did we do with all those dishes, Sam? We had to put them in the tub and wash them there. We didn't have to put them in the tub. Why did we put them in the tub? Because there was so many, and it was just, the sink was too small, and we're like, let's just put them in the tub. There's more room. We can get we it all so done cool. there. 
We are so like, gross. Yeah, so we washed them in the tub. I've heard of friends doing them before. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do. You we know? did that. And then speaking of American Idol, your mom will love the story about how she recorded the finale and um, it was two Davids were the finale, like the two. Yeah, yeah. and the end we we're all excited we're watching it and then all of a sudden it cut out it's like the winner is david and cut out when you yeah. called your mom and you're like mom we were so we were like little complaining bitches back in the day <laughs> that was horrible but um yeah. yeah just that apartment i always think about like because of the fact that you're coming off of your your college experience in two months um you like had that freedom of like having like being able to hang out with boys all the time if oh you want to hang- boy crazy i was boy fucking crazy aka a slut but i'm not gonna slut shame you because whatever sex is natural but mm-hmm. back in the day i thought you were a whore i know it's okay a lot of people um, did. <laughs> i only thought that because one time i was in my room in my room oh, with the kitchen and i hear some rustling in the kitchen and i knew that you had been sleeping so i'm like oh my god somebody broke into my house so I'm like, it was nighttime, right? Yeah, like, it was like 2 a.m. Oh. And I'm like, oh my God. So I walk into the kitchen and there, 007 against the wall in the shadows, is a guy named TJ. We'll bleep out his name. But he goes into, I'm, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Why would you break into the house, like my house? And he's like, Sam. And I'm like, well, she's <laughs> sleeping, bro. And I went in and woke you up. There's Sam laying in her room with a dildo with a condom on it. <laughs> on the floor and she's passed out and i'm like sam yeah uh tj's here for you and you're like what no no and you had no makeup on and he went in there shut the door i went in my room i was so fucking mad and then like 20 minutes later you come out you knock on my door and i'm like what in the fuck i'm like where is he you're like he was too embarrassed to like walk past you again so he jumped onto the roof out of my window and then jumped down like what was it like two stories yeah all right to the ground let me tell my point of view <laughs> so first of all you forgot to mention that he didn't like break through the door he climbed through the, the tiny window kitchen window over a pile of dishes <laughs> yeah, of course but it was like not a normal window it was like the tiny small. little kitchen window you know a small mm-hmm. little thing um and he crawled through that so apparently we didn't lock the window that was stupid <laughs> But yeah, why would we think to lock that window though? True. For but real. Maybe that's we, why needed, I'm always... we probably had to keep that shit open anyway because we're so hot in there. Yeah, that's true. But maybe that's why I have like my issue with I always check and make sure my windows are locked. You don't know if someone's coming to get that plus. Oh. I remember him coming in there and I was like, What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm sleeping. I have to open my at my work. I'm like, what are you doing? I didn't ask you to come here and he long story short he wanted it he wanted some it was disgusting (laughs) i was so appalled that he broke not only did he break through our fucking window but he did that to come think he's gonna get some 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 you know Mm -hmm. no i'm like get the fuck out of here leave he's like oh i can't i can't walk past toby i i can't go out that way i'm like what the fuck is he gonna do beat you up like go get the fuck out of here he was shaking so scared he did not want to walk past you so, yeah, he was like, I'm going to go out the window. I'm like, you're going to break your neck, but I don't fucking care. He opened up <laughs> my window, went on the roof, and then jumped down. Poor like guy. But let me, the condom thing. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to skip over the condom on the dildo. 
Oh my god, this is so fucking embarrassing. I don't even care. Like, Why whatever. was there a condom on it? I wanted <laughs> to see if it would feel more realistic. It was a big dildo. It was huge. I don't and it was hot pink and I don't know why I did that. It's so fucking weird because like obviously Cuz you were getting out. enough you were getting enough dick back in the day. That you, I don't know why you needed to get a fake one. Well, there was also a vibrator. So uh -oh. you know, it's a good way did to it, go. To did sleep. it feel real? No, it was horrible. I didn't like it at all. I hated <laughs> condoms. You just left it on the floor, though. I know, which was so dumb on my part. With I would bring it roommate. out. You like left it on there, though, but I would bring it out at parties. I'd yes. be like, look at this condom still on this dildo. Like, what am I doing touching your sexual pleasuring devices? Gross. You literally did show everyone at the party this fucking... You're like, you were mortified. Yeah. I mean... Here I am talking about it. Yeah, but you have embarrassing stories about me. I remember you talking about me funneling red wine. I have no recollection of this. Yeah, so that, I think it was that one party that we had. That one party that we had, Sam? That, no, where the one party where the cops came and shined their spotlights in their windows and they were oh, on the speaker. Yeah. And you went out the window and <laughs> when they had the spotlight on the windows, you literally stuck your head out the window and flipped them off and was like, fuck you. <gasps> Oh my god. I know. But anyway, so that I had to go to bed because I had to open. You know, with being an assistant manager, I had keys to the fashion bug. She was living her life, y'all. She was living her life. Yeah. I had to open the up the store. So I remember waking up, getting ready, and you're literally standing in the middle of the living room. It's like eight AM, sun's shining, and you have a funnel with boxed red wine and you're oh. funneling warm red wine in the morning. Yeah. Ew. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I used doing? to funnel everything. That's what we did. We'd go to parties. I'd have a funnel. Like, funnel. we'd bring you funnels and funnel beer and funnel everything. It's so I gross. I picture you. You always had it in your hand and you always brought it with you. So disgusting. Yeah. Ugh. And funneling, like, beer, that's one thing. But red wine. Oof. Especially Warm. Um, oof. Obviously, that's... I was on other. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to throw up. Yeah, me too. It's like making me burn up. Yeah. But Needless to say, we got evicted from that apartment. A man came to the house one day while Sam was at work, and he said I was served, and I was pissed, and I opened the door to the apartment, and beer cans fell everywhere, and he said, that's probably why, and I didn't know what to say other than shit. So we got our belongings. Our landlord told us that we belong. I belonged in a cage, and um, we got our stuff, and told our parents that our landlord was an asshole and we don't know why this happened blah 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 and so then we found our second apartment which was on 56 with a horrible slumlord landlord yeah um, another brand new building nobody lived in it before we're like how lucky are we we're super so gorgeous young. yeah super gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh. um i started hanging out with way different people at that point because we were out of town yeah so we had like well we had somebody stay with us oh god can i say his name yeah we'll beep it out ew beep 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 ew beep 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 ew 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 bad choice bad choice yeah that was nasty yeah you guys would be stuck in your room for hours hours uh, sam we were wrestling he was practicing <laughs> his wrestle moves on me oh i forgot yeah and doing like yoga and stuff right what is that down yeah. dog put bodies 
you had a boyfriend at the time. We won't say his name for sure. This is like Voldemort. Ugh. Yeah, Voldemort. And um, I was hanging out with a girl named Emily. And I was yeah. childhood friends with her, too. She also got her virginity snatched from your said boyfriend at the time. Voldemort. So she had like this obsession with him. So I've now coming to terms with Emily would come out there to see him. Yeah, not hang out with you or see me. She wanted to see him who took her yeah. virginity like five years prior. <laughs> she would get drunk and tell us stories about like fake boyfriends that she had and strange girl. Yeah, I remember one time coming home and I knew that we were going to party or whatever. Or maybe I went to the store to get more beer or something like that. Because at I this point you were 21. Yeah, I turned. We moved in there when I was 20 and then I turned 21 and that's when all shit hit the fan. But yeah. and I went crazy. I went to everything. But anyways, like, but I remember like leaving and I left Voldemort there. Um, and big girl, was, Emily and Emily. And I think you and I went to the store and he was if anybody knows who we're talking about, not only was he physically abusive and verbally abusive and emotionally abusive but he was also a cheater and a, a dog straight dog just like the worst kind of human out there and like i knew he had done certain things but i was just dumb and i stayed around i don't know anyways so we came back with more beer and they're literally she's cozied up to him on the couch and i mean like arm in arm cuddling each other and i'm like what the fuck you're in my fucking apartment bitch this is my boyfriend she was scared she was literally afraid friend yeah we we grew up together she lived in louisville too and she was like cuddling up to him like i'm i wanted to fucking fight her i don't even i thought i tried to but you probably stopped me and then later on that night as we're all fucking drunk i open up the bathroom to go to the bathroom and she's in there making out with him oh oh, i don't remember that part you uh, so i can't like i okay she wrote slut on your bedroom door and i always wondered who did that and i did not know that till now so thanks oh Oh. (laughs) yeah with permanent marker we had wooden doors like that were the color of wood they weren't painted and she literally wrote on the inside of my bedroom door so i saw it every morning in big bold letters slut how fucked up is it though like to like write on somebody in on somebody's wall or door like that's fucking gross yeah because and because of why because i'm dating somebody that you're obsessed with i know so creepy ew enough of her gross trash one thing though i want to say is like i can hold a grudge for eternity i can't help it it's just how i am you still hate the bitch and like but i can also forget stuff and move on but like that one thing Oh, I'll never forget it. I'll forever so hold disrespectful. It. Fucking bitch. So disrespectful. I feel like the beginning of the end was you turning 21. My funneling got way out of control. I was funneling a lot more than alcohol at that point. And then, um, but it was when you got knuckles. Oh, my God. Yeah. So let me tell a story real fast. I don't want to get like too into it. But so there was this dog that was originally on the res. And they, he was being used as, like, for fighting dogs. But he was trained to lose to teach the other dogs. And they would shoot him with BB guns and tie him up in a tree. And it was crazy. So there's these two people. I'm not going to name them because I hate them still to this day. But they were friends with my 
boyfriend at the time. They stole him off the res and were like all about rescuing him, but then they couldn't keep him. So me and my ex Voldemort were like, we'll take him. And mind you, this is a pit bull who didn't come from a good home. And I'm not like stereotyping pit bulls because pit bulls can be the nicest dogs yeah. ever. But this dog was had a vicious past. It was trained to, you know, do that. He was abused. He literally, you could feel BBs under his fur. Do you remember that? He was, he was like sweet at first. But also very protective. And then mm-hmm. once he lived with us, he became like very, very protective over me to the point where one time my our landlord came over yelling at us and the dog literally stood right in front of me, leaned up against me and was growling and barking at our landlord. Because we weren't supposed to have a dog. Yeah. And we weren't even supposed to have a dog. We didn't want to cross him because he would hurt you. Like that one time, remember we went to that party on. No, I did not. Nope. I was not partying with you at that point. I did not go to that place. I know what you're talking about. Don't group me into that bunch. I was not hanging out with you at that point. That's true. I forgot about that. So we, we went were to go- like roommates at that point. We like stopped hanging out. Yeah, you because- and Voldemort were like little like Bonnie and Clyde bullshit. And you would only stop by for like to hide out pretty much. You were like doing your own thing and yeah, whatever, which we'll get into some other day. But um, I stopped associating kind of like I was and I was not perfect. I was going through my own shit and you would leave knuckles out at the apartment and you would leave for like days at a time. And oh my I God. remember leaving one time and coming back and knuckles had chewed a huge hole in our wall through the uh, wall, like to get out. He wanted to get out the drywall and the insulation. Yeah. yeah. And I- like, well, this is it. Like, I'm not going to be able to, like, we're literally going to. I All I kept thinking was, we're getting evicted again, hands down. Like, there's no way around this. And so I made one of my friends, Lindsay, um, pick me up, who I think she was obsessed with your boyfriend, too, by the way. And she picked me up, and I put Knuckles in the back of her car, and I drove the dog, and I dropped it off at the animal shelter. And Yeah, I was pissed, but also was like, this is probably way for the better, because... Yeah. So because... then I gathered my belongings and I left. And that was the end of that apartment and our friendship for a little while. Yeah. Such a weird place in our lives. Very much so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good apartment. We had a lot of parties. We had a lot of good times. But it most of it just got really dark. Very, very, very dark. Oh my God. In so many ways. Like, in... I think next episode we should talk about that and like. Yeah. Talk about what it led into where we are now, kind of. I'm fine with going into, like, explicit details, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, fuck it. It's, like, a lot of, like, scary stuff, you know? Yeah. Especially for you. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, I mean, all of that rolled into one made me who I am today. So I'm not ashamed. I'm not proud of my past, but I'm not ashamed because that was me at that time. I personally have some things I'm ashamed of, but... Um, it did make me who I am today, but I am ashamed of a couple of things. So you'll hear about that next episode. Yeah, I'm sure once the memories start flowing, I'll probably find something too that I'm. Oh, <laughs> if not, of. you know, I'll be there to remind you. Of course. <laughs> Condom on a dildo. Condom on a dildo. Oh. Um. So I was thinking. 
since music is so incredibly important to us, I think that in every episode, we should both mention what song we currently have on repeat. What do you think? Um, I think you should go first. Okay. The band More Fatter. <laughs> and it's called Weirdo. And if you listen to it, you'll just know. I just, I feel like it's like my song because I am such a fucking weirdo. I'll check and it out for so sure. so catchy. So yeah, listen to it. Oh, well, mine is, I'm obsessed with Harry Styles. Um, So his a new album just came out so i would say the whole album but um music for a sushi restaurant on that album it's the first song listen to it so good oh my god so good gets you pumped it literally makes you feel like you have rose colored glasses is that what the saying is i think so yeah like seeing like oh. rose closer yeah it makes you feel like everything's like just a better world oh so so good so good i'm gonna listen to it after this yeah, amazing. I'll listen to yours too. And then at the end of every episode, we're going to do love or loathe. So this is going to be where me and Sam have our moment to express something that we love this week, that we're obsessed with, that we're doing, whatever the tea is. And then loathe is something that we hate. And this can be people, places, politics. It could be anything. It's a personal thing. And I'm excited about the loathe, especially from Sam. Um, <laughs> Sam, you want to go first with your love? Yeah. So the thing that I have been obsessed with is my iPad. So last week, Danny, my boyfriend, and I went and got brand new iPhone 13 Pros. And I also got a brand new iPad, the ninth generation. It's so perfect. I've been wanting one for so long, and I finally have one. And I've been learning how to draw. So like I can't draw on paper and I can't really paint even though I do it anyways, but digital art, that is where my strong suit is at and I love it so much. It's just a huge passion and hobby of mine and I've been drawing mushrooms and that's that. it. Nothing else, just mushrooms. So I've actually called it The Mushroom Diaries. Tell me. Um other than Harry Styles and his whole body and his whole album and his <laughs> hair uh, um, I'm obsessed with Nashville um, hot pork rinds right now. Oh my fucking god. If they want to sponsor us, sponsor uh -huh. me. Sponsor yes. me pork rinds. I love them. I'm not what even keto or anything. I just want pork rinds in my mouth. <laughs> and Harry Styles. I'm going to tag them in a post to be like, please sponsor us. Harry Styles too. Mm, fuck me. <laughs> um, And now this is the part I'm super excited about. Loathe. Well, my loathe would have to be hackers, computer hackers, Facebook hackers to be specific. I had someone hack my Facebook account yesterday while I was using it, thankfully while I was using it, because I was able to witness them log me out, remove it from the app. I couldn't even open the app. I had to delete it, re-download it, and then I had to do all this shit to get my account back, answer all these questions, put an email in, all these stupid fucking security things, which obviously are for a reason, but it's still so annoying. And whoever they are, they were in Winter Park, Florida, supposedly. I mean, that could be what it says. But people literally have... <laughs> Get your own fucking Facebook. It's literally free. Why do you got to hack into someone else's? People have no lives and they suck. People suck. Yep. And clearly I'm still salty about it. But, shitty for them, I have their IP address, so haha, -ha, fucker, you fucked up. 
Anyway, <laughs> what about you, Toby? For my loathe, because it's Gay Pride Month, I just wanted to give some statistics that I'm not fond of. Same-sex marriage is only legal in 29 out of 195 countries. That's just under 15% of the whole world. 69 countries have laws that criminalize homosexuality. Transgender people have an average life expectancy of 30 to 35 and lower if they're a trans person of color. LGBTQ plus members are five times more likely to attempt suicide before the age of 25. And I still get called a slur by a random stranger on an average of twice a week. So before people ask why we need a Pride Month, listen to these stats, do your research, and speak to your LGBTQ plus friends and family, there's still a lot of work to be done. Happy Pride, straight people, straighten up. So that's going to be the end of our episode. I hope everyone tunes in next week where me and Sam get deep, real deep. So deep, very deep. Also, make sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on our Instagram at omgstfu underscore podcast. Send us a voice message on Anchor to be featured in our future episodes or if you have any questions. And lastly, give us a five-star, motherfucker. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye now.